For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Call. Hate the shoot. Call. The runner! Loose ball! It's good! Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. Oh, my goodness! Morrison, six. It's time for Zag Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. I'm pretty much the monkey with the bone. Believe in the Zags, Zach and Jack. It is uh, January 14th, 2020. And same old story, Rob. Uh, Zags are number one in the country. I'm Jack Ferris. He's Rob Sacre. How's your Tuesday going, brother? Tuesday's good. Um, I don't mean to jump off the deep end and kind of go off topic real quick, but, um, you know, I've been really focused on being Zen-like and okay. maybe having all this snow around me has kind of given me a little bit of cabin fever. Have oh, you ever had okay. that? Have you ever had that? Buddy, that's one of my biggest drawbacks against Spokane. I this time of year is miserable. Gotcha, gotcha. So I'm gonna. I've been really focused on meditation and like finding a good Zen, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna try to put this the best way I can. Okay, just give me a second. Okay. Hey, dumbass, walking in the parking lot with a shirt and t-shirt. Or shirt and shorts. Whoa. Hey, yeah, shirt and shorts. It's 17 degrees and snowing. I, I, I can't. I can't. I just can't. Man. That, that's it? It's just this, this guy's bugging you because he's in? Well, no. I've seen multiple people like this, and it's 17 degrees. It's like a, a foot and a half of snow. Dude, we get it. You're, you, and those people always say, I run hot, man. I run hot. No, you don't run hot. You run the same temperatures we all run. And you just need to not be dumb and walk around in snow with snow and shorts. I don't get it. Is this are you upset because now that you're a father, you like look at other people and you feel like you need to protect them a little bit more? Am I making sense there? No, that actually makes a lot of sense because I'm just looking at these people. And I'm walk. I'm seeing them walk in and out of stores and whatnot, or like just. And I'm not, you know, I'm pretty. I feel like I'm a pretty nice guy, right? Sure, sure, of course. Yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know, but seeing a person just walk outside when it is bone chilling cold in some shorts and a t-shirt makes me sick. It's offensive. It's so cold. It, it's offensive. Come on, you're not. You're not cool, bud. You're not. I'm sorry. Just I can't. Okay. Let's get back to the show. 
No, I'm sorry. I, I had to go on that little rant. I appreciate that. I worked with a guy named Darren who wears shorts. He lives in Spokane year, year round. He's never not wearing shorts. See, my buddy Tom is like that, but he only goes from his house to the tattoo shop. Other than that, he'll never wear – he wore pants one time. I've seen him wear pants one time, and that was my wedding. Oh, but other than him. Yeah, but other than that, I've never seen him wear short or pants. But you know what? Like, you know, how do you – how? You're, I know you're cold. I know you're cold. You're not fooling anybody. How old was the dude? How old was the guy? It, it's it's been multiple people, Jack. It's just this is what was it was one person that just tipped it over. It was just the he just tipped it over for me, and I just couldn't hold my tongue anymore. I as recently when was the last winter I was up there? The the full winter of twenty seventeen going into eighteen, and yeah. I around the house. And if I had to run to the store real quick, I'm a big board shorts guy, so I'd always See, be in board. And it would it would honestly piss Lindsay Joy off. She couldn't wrap her head around me wearing board shorts in January in Spokane. It just looks not because I know you're freezing. You're yeah. you're 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 lying to, and those are the same people that will be like, "No, nah, man, I run hot. Don't worry about it. I run hot. Like I always am. I'm always warm in this time. This is my favorite time of the season. You know, those are those type of people. But I wonder if this would have bugged you ten years ago when you were pre kids. No, 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 no. This I would have just looked at you like, eh. But now may, I think we, you brought a good point up that, uh-huh. hey, like, maybe it's my fatherly instincts now. Like, I would say that to my son. Hey, don't be a dumbass and put, 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 put a jacket on. Jesus. All right. We got to get back to basketball. Back to basketball. Exciting show. Uh, we got to a lot, a lot to announce today. Of course, we've got our uh, Lissa's letters. It's a, it's a Lissa letter. It's just one because it's, it's very long. But there's a lot of, uh, a lot of juicy stuff we can break down in it. Oh yeah. And then we're doing our starting five Gonzaga players who could have played football, and I included their football positions as well. I don't know if you did. I did too. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. That's important. Uh, and of course, thanks to our sponsors. Today, it is uh, mybookie.org and, of course, Manscaped. Uh, Thanks to all of you who listen, who subscribe, even though uh, maybe you subscribe because I grabbed your phone at a football watch party this weekend and press subscribe. I still appreciate it. Thanks for listening. If you've gotten this far, if you, what is it, like we're four minutes in, if you've gotten this far, stick with us another 45 minutes. It's only going to get better. I I promise it's only going to get better. But before we get into all that, before we get into Zag Talk, Rob, I think it's time to make a, a fun announcement about, to uh, about where we're going to be two weeks from today. Oh. I think it's time. I, I, I dotted Are, the I's and crossed the T's. I think it's official. I think they won't mind if we make the announcement. Can you say it now? I think we can. I think we can. I think they'd want us to. Right? I, I agree. I agree. Go what? ahead, brother. You no, it's all you. You do it. You, you break the bottle over the ship. All right. We, Rob and I are very, very excited. Excited is an understatement to announce uh, a little bit of a partnership with Northern Quest. Yes, sir. In two weeks, we'll be doing five live interviews at Epic, the sports bar, uh, anywhere from the times we haven't nailed down completely yet because that's just who we are. But it's something like uh, 1 p.m. to about 9 p.m., uh, the guests are A-list when it comes to uh, Gonzaga basketball royalty and uh, the sporting world royalty. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Oh, right? I'm wanna... ex- 
Yeah, I'm excited, brother. It's going to be fun. So if you're in and around Spokane, please, if you got nothing to do on a Tuesday afternoon, come gamble. Come have a couple of pints with Rob and I. We probably won't be drinking too early because we've got to be up there for eight, nine hours. But please. So why wouldn't we be drinking? Good point. Great point. Okay. So come chat with us, hang out with us. Uh, Again, we're very excited for all the people at Northern Quest to uh, give us this opportunity, and and we're not going to let them down. I fly up Monday night at like midnight, and then out out, uh, pretty early Wednesday morning. But but yeah, Tuesday night's going to be a good one, the 28th. I'm I'm excited, brother. It's going to be really fun. We're going to have a good time. Gonzaga, moving on, is still number one, Rob. We had a couple of wins, a couple of road wins, decisive road wins at San Diego, at LMU. We're number one by the thinnest of margins, by maybe my, the scraps of a Manscaped session, if you know what I mean. By oh, that, talk that, to me. That thin of a margin. Baylor actually received more number one vo- votes this week than us. We had 30, they had 31. We got more <laughs> points. So, okay, we go down and we – destroy san diego by what 47 i'm not gonna lie i didn't even watch that i saw i saw i'm not gonna lie to you i watched the first five minutes and i don't i don't watch abusive tape footage so i just i i turned it off i can't watch that abuse man We'll, we'll get into the nuts and bolts there in a little bit um but again to compare our road trip our weekend with what Baylor did. We went and beat San Diego and LMU. Baylor went on the road and all they did was beat Texas tech who was a couple of possessions away from being national champions last year and Kansas on the road. That's big time. That's pretty big. That's their biggest road trip of the year and they swept. So they deserve to be getting all the attention at the moment. And I, yeah, go ahead, brother. Yeah. So we keep winning, but if, if we keep winning and, you know, teams like Baylor are putting up weekends compared to our weekends. I, I'm not sure how long we can hold on to that number one spot. Which oh, yeah, but doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. But right, I, <laughs> but we're still winning. Fun. We're still winning. So I, it's hard to knock off somebody who hasn't lost a game. You know. Right. So we're doing our part, right? We're winning games. We're covering spreads. I'll get to that in a minute. Not as many spreads as as I'd like, but we're covering spreads. I'm letting you touch it. Like you said, like you said, I don't touch that stuff. Rob doesn't know what gambling is. Nope. Arizona, the teams we've played and beat are not doing their part, Rob, especially in the Pac-12. Arizona got swept this weekend by the Oregon schools. Okay, Oregon's good. That's a wash for us because we beat Oregon, obviously. But then they go into Corvallis and lose Saturday night. Washington, this is inexcusable. They're They're up the entire game. Thursday at Stanford, blow it in the last three, four minutes. Stanford's undefeated in Pac-12 play, blah, blah, blah. Stanford's not as good as their record would indicate, I would think. Actually, Stanford did beat Kansas. But yeah, Washington, but they're, they're in that a- zone, man. Mm. They're in that zone. Like, it's, to me, especially if you're playing a Stanford team who I'm guessing they're pretty smart. I don't know. You yeah, tell me. That's fair. Yeah, I'm, fair. I'm, 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 yeah like, I'm, they're going to break that zone and beat that zone. That's how I look at it. Uh, so that's it's disappointing to see Arizona not doing uh, holding up their part. That's but we can't focus on them. No. That's not that's not our concern. 
No, I, I'm, I'm going to preach that all season. We can't focus on other teams. We got to focus on ourselves. I'm with you, but uh, like the national perception is, and this happens every year, January, February. It's just getting we start, we come out with a bang, win some big games, November, December, and then we kind of get forgotten uh, during the winter leading up to March. Washington, then as I mentioned, lose to Stanford. That's forgivable. You can't go lose to Cal. Cal is a bad team. There's no way around it. Cal sucks. <laughs> you can't go lose to Berkeley to the Bears. Uh, you're that you're that guy who's never played a game and just is no that team is terrible. You can't lose to them. I'm a narp, bro. I'm you a are a narp. You I'm are a narp. a narp, and you own it. At least you own it. Hey, man, if you're not if you're a narp, you at least you can be a self aware narp. And I'm a self aware when it comes to my narpism as it comes. Mm. Mm. So here's deep. my here's here's what I'm thinking, Rob. Here's we need to figure out a narrative to keep Gonzaga relevant on the national landscape. We got Santa Clara and BYU coming. Santa Clara knocked off St. Mary's. So that's obviously a little bit more interesting of a game. BYU, you know, always gives us trouble at home, blah, blah, blah. We should, right. go, we should go 2-0. 11 months out of the year, coast to coast, college basketball does not res- register with a casual sports fan. Wouldn't you agree with that? I think you have to be uh... – the tournaments are huge. Like okay, the, sure. November a little bit. Yeah, a, a, a couple of marquee non-conference games to start the season off. I agree with you. Right. There's usually like the North Carolina on like a boat or something. You know what I mean? Like exactly. what is it? North Carolina. Some kind of big name marquee game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Or if there's, yeah. like a, if there's like a Zion timeline that everyone has a lot of fun with throughout the season. You know, that, right. that happens every four or five years. But for the most part... 11 months out of the year, L.A., New York, definitely San Francisco, maybe a little less Chicago. Nobody really cares that much about college basketball. But come March, every tryhard and every cubicle in America is searching for any kind of information they can toss around the office when the brackets come out to make it sound like they've been paying attention all year long. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. For sure. So there's going to be actual conversations of people like, you know who I like in the West? I like that Washington squad with the five seed, and that zone is for real. And you yeah, know, they oh, Syracuse hasn't been the same. On. Syracuse hasn't been the same since Hopkins left. They may not be able to name a player on the team, but they'll have that one little factoid, and everyone in the office is going to be like, "Hey, yeah, wow, Jim knows what he's talking about. Maybe we should take him seriously in this office pool." I think we can dictate our. We can dictate our own narrative when it comes to Gonzaga basketball, and you know what that is. What? Kispert's a bad boy. Oh, here we go. Yeah, uh, Gonzaga, the one of the West. Mark Few, great program. They always win with, uh, you know, maybe a little bit lesser guys, guys that are overlooked uh, from Europe and so on and so forth. But that Kispert guy averages about 14 a game, can bring the ball up, bang around down low. Great player. Bad boy. He it, he's playing really well, man. He's a bad boy. He celebrates all the time. He flexes to the crowd uh, sometimes, and he's not even in flexing situations. And he's he surprises people down the lane when he's coming and dunks. When he goes and dunks the ball, like he's surprising a lot of people because you don't really think he's going to be that athletic. And then he surprise, and then he raises up and catches a body here and there. No, he's he's the real deal. I'm. I, I'm glad he got that little rut out of his system, and now I think it's between him and Tilly for MVP of the league. What do you think? Oh, 
Oh, for sure. For sure. It's a two-man race. I mean, if Jordan Ford's playing really well, but if they keep losing, they're not going to give it to a second-place St. Mary's team, if, especially if Gonzaga's undefeated. Correct. So, but, yeah, like to Kispert, I want Kispert when we go to like BYU, go to St. Mary's, go to USF. That's always a tough one for us. I don't want him to kick players. I don't want him to be like a, a villain. I don't want him to hurt our team. But maybe smiling at the student section after a big three? Sure, 100%. Absolutely. I feel like he does the whole like finger in front of the mouth, like shh, right. like, quiets the cl- cr- crowd. Excuse me. And uh, no, I just. Yeah, he's he's coming into his own, and I, we just got to step back and just watch the show. So, that said, because I know you're on the side of Kispert's a good guy, he's not a bad guy. Did I lay out my case? Am I convincing enough that we should push for Kispert being a bad boy? I think you, you're, you're a good salesman. I'd buy that car. It makes sense, doesn't it? We need a reason for people to talk about us. And I wouldn't even call that a negative way. I just, I want, I want people to be, I want people to hate Kispert and want to beat him badly. Want, obviously everyone in the league wants to beat us. I want them to want to shut down Corey. I want that to be a storyline. This is just classic NARP stuff coming out of me right now. I see that. And you're passionate about it. I like it. We, I really like it. We, I mean, we had Adam, but Ad, people were just like fascinated with Adam and his game. No, people hated Adam. Okay. And, Let's call it what, like, if he, Adam was, like, one of those guys that you either loved him or hated him at growing up, like, watching him because he was so filthy playing. Like, he could, he could shoot from all over the court and just bust people's asses left and right. But at the same time, that stash, bruh, like, you either loved it or hated it. Like, and he owned it. So that was the best part about it. I... Yeah, but I think, I mean, we mentioned it earlier. You look at all the Duke players, like that's real hate, like from Leitner on down. Yeah. That's like. You'll see them do like, yeah, they're dirty, man. They are dirty. I just like Grace. I'm not going to put names out there, man. I'm not going to. Well, like I said, I don't want him to be kicking people like, and then crying on the bench like Grayson Allen. I don't think, I think Kispert's a little bit better than that, but. I would love him to taunt the crowd a little bit, maybe in crowd taunting situations after he. Oh, know. for sure. I, but that's, I can see that in him 100%. You know what I saw this weekend on the uh, floor, Rob? What'd you see? A little more Anton Watson time. Uh, yeah. And then he hit that, he hit that uh, behind the backboard. That was scary. That was really scary in LMU. Uh, I was at, well, San Diego, hold on, let me pull up the uh, the old LMU box score here. But San Diego, what was it, 17 minutes, which is like the most floor time we've seen for a while since, since the before beginning. the injury. Yeah. Yeah. What? He hit that bat. He hit the back of the basket right on that pad, right where his shoulder is dislocated. Mm-hmm. And that, that dislocation thing, people don't realize when you dislocate your shoulder, that thing just pops out like. All the time. And I remember uh, Grant. Remember that was Grant's injury. Did Grant have a bad shoulder deal? Yeah. he That was his injury when he had to redshirt his freshman year. Grant dislocated, and it just kept popping out all the time. You just, like, you just needed to hit him a certain way, and it would just pop out. So you had to get surgery. You have to, like, 
get that thing sur- uh, surgically repaired for after the season or he'll be out for the rest of the so what do you what are we willing to give up and what is he willing to give up yeah you gotta pick your poison what right. this, at this point he wouldn't be able to medical redshirt it's too late in the game so i guess right. you'd want to just keep playing and you know if surgery comes in april surgery comes in april and we still need him too yeah like, i was just gonna say if, even if it's a 60 percent anton watson that's that's a pretty good eight nine option guy off the bench it's a lot better right. than a lot of teams have right and and I tip my hat off. He's tough. He's playing through it. And that's no joke because just – I don't miss that about playing. Is you – like, granted, there's all these positives. The negative one thing is you might have, like, a crazy sprained ankle or shoulder injury, but you do not want to let your teammates down. That's one thing you just don't want. So you will fight through that pain to get to whatever you need to do to play, you know? Can and, I, I, I think this is a good time for me to tell a Rob Sacre story. Go ahead. This, I don't know if you remember this, but this is, so probably December of 2008, the, mm-hmm. when you officially got word that you were going to take the medical redshirt. Yeah. And you were not pleased about it because obviously you wanted to play. Right. So I remember you came over to 714 and it was probably like an hour or two after you heard the news. Oh, I was hot. And you were pissed and you had two 40s in your hand. (laughs) And you were like, who thinks I can't drink one of these in 90 seconds? And we set the microwave timer to it. And there was like 10 seconds to spare. I wasn't depressed. People need to realize I wasn't depressed. I just... Yeah, that's tough just, news to hear when you're when you're 20 and your team's good. Like you guys were like number four or five in the country at the point. Oh, I was hot, man. Yeah. Because the first time I got back and I didn't I didn't drink, I didn't do anything, and and like I I made sure I my body was a temple. Like I did everything the doctors told me to do, and then I got back right on time, like even ahead of time, ahead of schedule. And I, I was able to practice, get up and down. My, I didn't do anything. I like, I made sure my body, like I said, was a temple. Mm-hmm. And then a month into playing, I rebroke my foot, man. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that that was just like, come on. But I look back at it and like, what a learning experience. And ha- I had to go through that to get to where I'm at now. That what a cool experience, right? Yeah, it, I mean, it, and what a little adversity. Like exactly. If you, had, if you had broken your foot a month later, you wouldn't have been able to get the medical redshirt, and you would have had a lot of trouble doing it. Right. And then you wouldn't have had your your breakout senior year that ended up with you in the league. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. I know that's really cliche, and yeah. some people don't like to hear that, but I really believe we're in situations for a reason, and we just you, at that point, it sometimes feels like it's overwhelming and overbearing. But once you get through it and you look back, you're like, I'm glad I had to go through that to get to where I'm at now. Well, yeah. And when you're 18, 19, 20, a year sounds like so long. A season sounds like so long. Whereas now with a little bit of perspective, you look back and you're like, well, yeah, but you're going to get a whole nother season on the end of that. Well, and what was frustrating is I worked really hard that summer. Mm -hmm. Like I was working with Richard Fox and uh, he and Dirty. He was really uh, Alex Hernandez, and we were working all summer 
to get me to be ready for my sophomore season. And my dumbass went to Louisiana for two weeks and didn't work. I did all that work for like the whole summer and then went to Louisiana for two weeks and just took two weeks off. That was, I, I, that right there told me I should never take time off ever again because then I was, I told myself, I, I, I don't want to ever be weak like that again, going into a, a training camp or preseason. And that's what broke I, a stress fracture. I broke, I broke my foot that, that first week back. And then I reported it a month later with a stress fracture. Ugh. And then I remember you said, uh, <laughs> I remember you said this might've been a 40 or two deep. And I think we joined you because you know, Oh right? yeah. Friends don't let friends drink 40s alone. Absolutely. Uh, you were like, you know what my biggest fear is with this broken foot? I just don't want to get fat. No. That is That's a real no. fear. That's a real fear. A broken that, foot's a bad deal. Yeah, you're just hot. If one of my horses breaks their foot, guess what? I know. Right? That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's a bummer. Fortunately, you're right? not a horse. Exactly. Well, damn near. I mean, uh, most athletes are horses, pretty much. Fortunately, we didn't have to put you down behind the barn. Exactly. So There's a you, couple of those. What'd you do to not get fat? Just ride the bike a million times oh, a day? Oh, man. I would, I would know. I, uh, that was the year, every time I said a cuss word, uh, Bubba Filios, our manager, yeah, would yeah. make me do 50 push-ups. Oh, okay. So you were I ended I was doing up to oh Bubba Filios was no joke. He kicked my he made me puke in the weight room like multiple times. He would like he liked to push me so hard in the weight room that I would just and then I would have to crutch to each station in the weight room. All right. Yeah. Just vomiting in the weight room. No, it did. He would like it was he would make me push myself so hard and like to another level i i remember i'm like bubba i need you and i didn't do anything the night before because i knew what i was had in store with this nut job yeah but i he, i was like i need the trash can homie like bring that over here because i'm about to yak he would it got to a point where i, I would lift so hard in that that i would be like lifting the only the five pound weights at the end of the the session because i couldn't lift anything else that's a good feeling though not to get all meathead on everybody when, when your arms are so trashed that even like the smallest weight is hard. Yes. That was like a weekly him and Travis Knight, the trainer. Now still, they would just, that was their, like, they would look for different ideas to just put me through the grinder. Speaking of staying in shape, uh, the Zags traveled down to the slim gym, Jenny Craig pavilion. How do you like that? Segway. I love that gym. Love that. Perfect. Uh, they win ninety four fifty again. As you mentioned, I'm not going to get too much into this because I had it like on in the background when it was clear. We'd, I mean, halftime it was fifty three sixteen. Enough said. Uh, Ayayi, I think this is this might be the first time he led the team in scoring. He's oh he's been like right at the top, but uh, he was uh, as far as scoring goes, definitely the best player on Thursday. Twenty points, uh, six boards, three assists. Behind him, Phil with seventeen points. Corey had 10. Gilder had a nice game uh, with 12. And then, of course, Timmy, who looks like a lifeguard in training, had eight points and seven <laughs> boards. Four I was thinking he would. He was working at Guitar Center. Dude, it's anything, <laughs> it's, it's anything artsy. 
It's anything artsy and anything like Portlandy. <laughs> so like microbrew. Anything to do For with sure. flannel. And he he can play guitar, he can play drums, but not well. You know what I mean? He Correct. can play, he can play every instrument a just, little, just yeah. enough. Just a few Just points. enough to get the girls' attention. Just, but then people, he starts taking requests and that's when he starts exposing <laughs> himself. That's Drew Timmy. Hey, on another note, even though that is spot on, Philip, I believe, just got put on the Wooden Awards watch. Look out. I believe he's he's up there, like, top 50. So yeah. they had to take somebody off to put him on. So that's big time. Congrats, man. Way to go, Phil. Way to go, Phil. Phil, the next game at LMU, had uh, 16 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Who was the leading scorer? He was with 16. Kispert had 15. 15 points, one rebound. I'd like to see a little bit more effort on the glass from my, from my boy Corey. But he's a bad boy. He does what he wants. Uh, exactly. 13 points from Woolridge, 12 points from Gilder. I mean, as about, about as spread out offensively as you can be. But again, San Diego and LMU, uh, pretty much the bottom of the barrel in the WCC. Uh, Timmy had a double. I don't get that. Why? Oh, why is why can't LMU no, but San Diego recruit? It, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you're right in the best part of LA. You're smack dab in the middle of LA. Like, like why can't you get recruits? And and San Diego's is, is it hard to get into those schools? I don't know. Not harder than Gonzaga. Like it's on par with Gonzaga. So I don't. You know, it shouldn't be that hard. Like I, San Diego might be my favorite campus in the WCC. That's saying something. It's some it's so campuses. beautiful. And it's dude. It's for those unfamiliar with where it is in San Diego, San Diego State's super inland. Like you're a hike from the beach. Okay. They don't seem to have any problems recruiting players. San Diego is like four minutes from the actual beach, from Pacific Beach. And they had a run when you guys were in school. They were decent. Gino Palmieri. Gino Palmieri, uh, Brandon Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. But it just, I just don't get it, man. Like, why can't you get recruit? Like LMU is such a great, and it's a beautiful campus. I'm not trying to hype these guys up either, but at the same time, like you have, I don't get it. I just yeah. don't get it, man. Pepperdine say, I know Pepperdine's a little bit more difficult because of the requirements. They got standards. Yeah. Yeah. They have a little higher standards in certain aspects. So it's a little harder to get guys in, but there's no excuse for San Diego to be bad. I'm sorry. So yeah, like, let me let me let me tell you this. To your point, St. Mary's the last 10, 15, almost 20 years has consistently been uh the thorn in Gonzaga's side of the WCC, right? And that is in the middle of nowhere. Nowhere, dude. Moraga sucks. I hate to say <laughs> sucks for the second time on this podcast, but it Moraga sucks. <laughs> when you watch uh St. Mary's games, they show all these scenic shots of San Francisco, like the Golden Gate Bridge. Bro, it's 30 minutes <laughs> from the Bay Bridge, and it's not in some metropolitan area. You are in the woods, like you know, Ewoks, it, like <laughs> running around. Moraga sucks, but they don't, they don't seem to have a problem recruiting. And obviously, you know. Well, they go out of country. Yeah. They go to Australia. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. So. But anyway. That's a bummer. Uh, yeah. What else happened? Yeah, we won by we shot fifty two percent at LMU. They shot thirty eight point six percent. As far as uh, scoring in the country, we're still number one, and 
it's getting to be by a thicker margin. Uh, we score 87.8 yeah. points per game. That's number one in the nation. Tied for second place, those two pesky directional schools, Central Michigan and Eastern Washington with 84.4 points per game. Duke is actually uh, four with 83.8 points per game. It's not bad. Rob, yeah. we, we improved on the free throws, my man. Uh, there is only one place to go. Is we up. improved. We are now 294th in the country. Don't look now. We're shooting 65.8%. North Carolina is 293rd. Really? Go ahead. They're that low as well? Did you see what Roy Williams said this week or last week? No. He said this is the worst team he's ever coached. How about that? Now, I don't know if that's a guy trying to rally his troops or (laughs) just an old man that doesn't care anymore. A little bit of both. Yeah. I'd put that together. That's what but I got we, out of that. But as I mentioned, if you gamble, like Rob does not, Rob doesn't know what gambling is. Mm-mm. Zags this year are 10 and 9 against the spread. That's pretty good considering some of their spreads in these games, Rob, are like 27 points. The, some of these spreads are outrageous. And I'm interested to see what happens when San Diego and LMU go up to Spokane because it's going right. to, the spread's going to be like 30 points. Uh, so about 50 50 against the spread. If you're betting Gonzaga overs this season, you are making money, brother. They are 14 and five on the over. Uh, obviously, it helps when you're the number one scoring team in the nation. A lot of times they're doing it all themselves, but uh, it, it helps when, it helps when you're up 30 and, and maybe a little lackluster on the defensive end the last four or five minutes of the game. <laughs> God, Jack. No thoughts on gambling. Not touching this at all. Okay, homie. perfect. Because we are brought to you by my bookie. It's 2020, Rob. We're headed to a new year for the first time in a long time. The Patriots aren't making the Super Bowl. You got to be excited about that, right? Extremely. But my Saints are out. So misery loves company. So I don't care anymore. Yeah, but LSU, bro. LSU. Go Tigers. Bingo. Let's talk about some Tigers now. Head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. My bookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. Football, not your thing? No worries. My bookie's got it all. From the NBA to the Premier League, they've even got odds on the UFC. And with everyone's favorite Irish nuisance fighting on the 18th, things are bound to get exciting. Are you a UFC guy? I was, but the it, the turnaround is so crazy. So many different guys come in and out. I, I lose track. So it's hard to keep I, track of, yeah. It's hard to keep track. That's where I lost it. But I, if it's on, I'll watch it. And all the different weight classes. I never know who's right. Like, right. It's GSP it, yeah. is like twice the size as some of these little guys running around, but the little guys are like have more respect. I don't know what's going on. I exactly, but it's cool to see someone's ass get whooped. So I don't <laughs> mind. Amen, brother. <laughs> uh, my bookie has the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful twenty four seven customer service team. If you join right now, Rob. My bookie oh. will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit two grand, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. How about that? Free money. I like it. I all like it. To, all you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid. All right, one more ad, and it's the one we've all been waiting for, Rob. Mm. Support for Believe in the Zags comes from Manscaped. Ooh, 
The best in men's below-the-belt grooming, Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Whoever wrote that deserves a raise. Let me read that again. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. It's poetry, friends. Bring the shears here, baby. Bring the shears here. There you go. Uh, if you're going to pick any New Year's resolution this year, let it be to take care of your junk. Not a bad resolution. Not a bad resolution. Manscaped is making it easy with their men's grooming products. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Lawnmower 2.0 has propriety skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag. You know, nicking's bad. Snagging might be even worse. You know. <laughs> well, the, I think it's the just the words. Yeah. Just snag. Nick Nick is, I don't like Nick. And I think they spelt Nick wrong here. Because isn't it Nick, like K-N-I-C-K? They put Nick like Nicholas on this. But you know what? I don't fault the good people at Manscaped because they're good people. Mm. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Finally, no more Nicks or snags. Manscaped (laughs) also has the crop preserver. Oh, an anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer. Get 20% off. Plus free shipping with the code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. The other one was B-L-V. This one's B-L-E-A-V at manscaped.com. Start the new year off right by using the best tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off free shipping with the code B-L-E-A-V at manscaped.com. That's 20%, Rob. I'll take it. With free shipping at manscaped.com, use promo code B-L-E-A-V. All right. So, again... Two weeks time, uh, big things planned. We're going to be up at Northern Quest. And again, uh, please follow us on social media. We have a social media manager who's just who's just a, a real great kid. He's a top-notch he's a, kid. He's, he's cool. A, he's a real go-getter. Follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram is uh, sackandjack1. Uh, Twitter, of course, is sackandjack and Facebook, Sack and Jack. Anyway, just search Sack and Jack. You'll, you'll find it. I don't know. You know that goes. <laughs> but anyway, uh, one of our segments uh, is brought to you by our good friend, Lissa. And it's Lissa's letters. These are actual letters. I, I almost... I always get nervous. This one is weird. This one's weird. This, oh, boy. The, uh, I almost cheated and, like, Googled funny letters to radio shows. But I was like, if if one person finds this, then our credit is shot. And we're nothing without our credit. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, uh, but I'm thinking next week, maybe we have Lissa on to do a Lissa live letter reading. Oh, that could be fun. like it. That I do like fun. it. Well, we'll check in with Lissa. My guess is she's going to say yes. Okay, I'm Rob. sure she will. Okay, Rob. This guy, this guy <clears throat> is in a bad spot with his, with his wife. And uh, here we go. There's like 14 different humble brags in this. Uh, I'll let you pick them out. Here we go. <laughs> hey guys, I need your help desperately. This is a real letter. I promise I can't make this stuff up. My, par- <laughs> my partner and I have been fighting a lot lately. A lot lately. I'll be honest, I'm not the best at communication. But, anyways, I've been doing my best to let her in on why my communication sucks even more. So when I'm fighting, So when we're fighting, I've gone so far as to share Facebook memes about my Zodiac sign that sum it up perfectly. That's one sentence. Wait, what? What the hell was the last thing he said? Yep. Okay. Let me read that again. I'll be honest. I'm not the best at communication. But anyways, 
I've been doing my best to let her in and tell her why my communication sucks, even with more, even with more so when we're fighting. I've even gone so far as to share Facebook memes about my zodiac sign that sum it up perfectly. Your communication sucks. So does your writing. Um. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Uh, like Sagittarius, 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 right? Sagittarius. Uh, I'm, I'm still trying to, you're I'm still trying to, yeah, I'm, I'm Gemini. Okay. So let me sum that, sum up that run on sentence. This guy is frustrated because he knows he's not a great communicator, but he's trying to let his wife know that he's aware that he's not a good communicator by sending Facebook memes, which I'm not married. doesn't seem like a good idea. No, I don't think that's a really good idea either, but okay. Here he goes. Like Sagittarius are professionals at walking away. It's not that they can't handle conflicts, but they don't put effort into things without value. Okay, so it's not like this guy can't handle an argument. He just has no time for your arguments. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, pretty, that's what he said. That's pretty much what, yeah, like, that's pretty much what I got out of that. Cool, bro. And filling out those old school questionnaire things people used to do on MySpace. He, he lost me there. I don't know what he's. I have no idea. Okay. He's talking about MySpace now. Come on. We're only about halfway through the letter. <clears throat> now, some of the fights start because admittedly, when my ADHD is going full steam, I process info at such an extraordinary rate that I forget most Jesus. people don't I'm do that <laughs> and snap at what might be stupid questions because she can't keep up. I'm having ADHD just listening to this damn letter. What's going on here? Okay, listen keep going. That, listen to that sentence. He pretty much said, because, I, because I'm super smart and process information at a superhuman level, I sometimes snap at my wife for asking stupid questions. And I is know that Professor X? This guy, I don't know, this guy, I start, when I first read this letter, I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I like this guy. Reading it now for the third time, I want him to be my friend. Okay. So he's, okay. So he's a superhuman that processes information faster than I. <laughs> right. Okay. I know I'm out of line. I know I need help, but haven't got the slightest idea of how or where to begin. It's also worth noting all right, that my dad <laughs> died last year from a freak accident. So this could be come on, man. Dad but causing pure pandemonium with my ADHD. Please, guys, I hope you guys or your listeners have something that will work. I've tried almost everything. So <clears throat> Wow, we were making fun of this guy and then I know, I know, I know. That's my oh, fault. Oh That's my, my fault. gosh. That's my fault. All right. Okay, go ahead. A couple of things to unpack here. This guy is having trouble communicating with his wife (laughs) because he's too smart for her is what I'm getting from that, right? That's, I I guess that's what we're getting out of this. He's, uh, yeah, the humble thing needs to bring it down a little bit for sure. So he thinks the common denominator, the only way he can communicate with his wife is through memes. Which sounds like you're wearing shirt and shorts in yeah. the snow time. Yep. Yep. Uh, I don't, I feel for this guy. I wish he gave me an example as to how they're <laughs> communicating poorly. Like if it's last week and. Um, now, how do you put a meme? Like do you just go on your phone and you've saved it. You've already like saved this meme up. 
yeah, to like show he, her. He's got like the poop emoji laminated in his pocket that he whips out when she says something he disagrees with. Uh, I don't know what this guy's talking about because I can't, I'm having a tough time identifying the problem. He's asking for help and I respect that he's asking for help. Um, my suggestion would be cool it on the, uh, on the memes and the MySpace references around the wife. For sure. Maybe, maybe sign off, maybe log out and delete your MySpace. Let's start. Yeah. There. It's 2020 homie. It's 2020. Let's start there. Um, as far as the ADHD, I think there's medicine medicine for that? Uh, 100%. There's tons of medicine. I can tell you what kind of medicine he needs, but he just, dude, what the hell did you just read, man? I don't know. I, dude, I don't know. I, I'm telling you, I don't know. I feel like the way he sounds, and I'm, I'm not, we're, let's not try to pick on this guy. No, no, no. We've done that enough. I already, I called yeah. him, I already called him a terrible writer, so sorry. I don't mean yeah. to discourage people from writing letters in. <laughs> that was probably a mistake. But the way he writes this letter, I swear he can read minds the way he makes it sound sound. Well, he would, he would lend you to believe that he can read minds because he processes information at a superhuman level. That's a direct quote. I know. So maybe, maybe, maybe instead of walking away from arguments because you don't want to put the effort into them, <laughs> maybe every time you want to do that, just take the loss. Say, honey, I'm sorry. You're right. Mm. Oh, that will be humbling too. Just That'll take some losses. Yeah. How how often are you taking losses in the Sacred household? Oh, buddy, <laughs> battles. I lose the battle all the time, my friend. Lose the battle all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess <clears throat> maybe maybe find a hobby. Maybe exercise. That's what more. he needs. He's thinking. He's overanalyzing this way too much. Because when I freak out, when I have, when I process information at a superhuman level, it's probably because I didn't go on a run or something that day. Like exercising in the morning goes a long way, wouldn't you say? Create, create serotonin in the brain, my friend. Yeah, you're That's, a little more understanding. You're, you're less short with people. 100% agree with that. Because yeah. one thing this guy has going for him is confidence. Buddy, this guy is overconfident, Maybe Maybe that's the problem. Maybe he's a little too confident. Uh, so, so I'm not going to mention his name. Um, I hope that helps. <laughs> I think I read this. I see a guy that has a lot of, a lot of things going for him. Um, he's really good at writing run on sentences <laughs> and he's really good at using super old forms of social media. All on MySpace. MySpace, dude. So that's not bad. Those, those are two good things. Oh man, that was a good one. I'm not gonna lie, that was actually a legit letter. Those are Lissa's letters. Uh, hit us up, DM us on Twitter, Instagram, or uh, our email sackandjack60 at gmail.com. We'll, we'll, Please. we'll, as long as Please. you like, as long as you keep the swearing to a minimum, we'll read pretty much anything. I mean, case in point, look what we just read. <laughs> so, uh Send <laughs> just murdering this guy. I'm sorry. Maybe. No, but he. Come on, man. Come on. He like, He did. He did. And then, uh, yeah. Come on, man. Damn. Okay, so uh, before we get into starting five, uh, once again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, kind of the dog days of the season right now. That'll change in two weeks once we start getting these guests on again. 
And uh, again, I, when I say A-list guests, I really mean it. Uh, one guy is kind of the godfather of Gonzaga basketball. One guy, I think Rob would admit, uh, the guy who just committed yesterday is like a high school basketball hero of yours. Oh, yeah. You know who I'm He's talking about? Oh, yeah. I'm and excited. Then, and then we've got like legit a guy that's going to move the needle for us a lot. So uh, we're very excited. What's going to move the needle on this show right now from good to awesome is our starting five, Rob. Ooh. Are you ready? Stop. Mine's going to win. You th- Oh, I, did you see how close last week's was? That, was? that was, again, horse shit. 51%, 41% Jack. I was up after day one. I was up like 70-30. And then you had your like Canadian bots come in and start voting for you outrageously. Uh, what? Uh, well, you, well, you almost took it down. You, you almost took it down. Uh, so these will be up for three days. Vote. We're keeping tally. I think, I think I'm up 2-1. Or is it two one? one. I'm up two one. Oh, you're two one. Two one. I've been keeping score, buddy. And you're right. I do because when I put these on Twitter, I am kind of like, I can't help myself. I'm veer. I'm I'm writing them in such a way that make mine look much more attractive. That's I know you do. That's what pisses me off. You make yours look so nice, and mine's that rusty car in the back of the lot. Dear Sack and Jack, help me. I need help. I am too good <laughs> doing starting fives. Um, how do you help me? So hold on, let me pull up my notes here. Boop, boop, boop. These are starting five in honor of your tigers of the LSU variety. This is starting five GU players, current or former, who could play football. Mm. Do you want to mm. start? I'll start. Yes, I will. At tight end, Ira Brown. Ira oh, Ira's not on my list. Shannon Sharp's twin, Ira Brown, is going to get me a touchdown every time I throw it to him. Didn't he? Oh, he played uh, baseball. He played baseball, but we're coming over. He could have played any sport. The man was a he was Adonis. He had a he was a, a freak of nature. He had, like he could do anything he wanted to. He's he's just a freak of nature. So I go for tight end, Ira Brown. Now this is this is where it's going to get super confusing. But I think the more confusing, the funnier. What position is that on your starting five? What basketball position is Ira as a tight end? You, I'll oh, give you like small forward. We- he would be my – I'm looking at my list. He would be my power forward. Power forward. Okay. Okay. Four. Ira. T-E. All right. I'm starting with my center, brother. Okay. And, you know, any good program starts up front. You know that. In the trenches. Right. I'm going offensive tackle, Shemit Karnowski. Oh, it's not a it's not, it's, it's not a sexy pick. It's not a sexy pick. But you know what? Winning, oh. winning ugly is still winning. Not to call Shem win- ugly. <laughs> it's just not a sexy pick. But guess what, Shem? You're my number one pick. Okay, okay. You want to play that one? All right, big Shem. I have for center Ryan Edwards, the Big Dipper. Okay, what position? What football position? Center. Center, <laughs> a double center move. Yeah, center, the big center. dip. You can't get around that big body. No, There's you, no way. No, you can't. Oh, he on, he he honestly might be too big to be a football center. No, he's perfect. He's a big body. He's great. He's okay, Michael Orr. 
Ryan Edwards, center, center. Uh, all right, my power forward. I'm going to go stand-up outside linebacker, kind of like a 3-4 linebacker, like a Terrell Suggs character. Mm-hmm. Elias Harris. Mm. You He's German. That. He's German. He's not. I was, gonna... was going to go him or J three, but I went. No, oh, well, you just you picked. You made your you made your pick. You <laughs> dropped. You let your finger off the the queen now on the chessboard. Okay? okay, so you've no. That's your pick. He's German. Okay. They don't play that sport. So <laughs> nice pick, buddy. Good job. You're going to win Shemek, that one. Shemek's Polish. You didn't have a problem. Yeah, but you him. can you can teach him. He's huge. You can't teach how to hit somebody to a German. No. Okay. Um. With my wide out, Larry Gerganius. Oh, LG. That's a deep cut. That's a good one. Yes. You're super athletic, go over the top. I remember we'd play flag football in uh, preseason to get ready for conditioning. He was a stud. He just throw that thing anywhere, he'd go get it. Larry Gerganius as my wide receiver. Uh, I also am going wide receiver here, and I'm putting him at my small forward. And – Imagine putting a helmet, the optics of Stephen Gray senior year with those dreads coming dreads. out. Isn't that what most guys look like anyways? Now I, he, look, he would look the part. You know what I mean? Maybe put a visor on him. Steve would look like a badass receiver senior year. What's crazy is you can tackle by the braids or dreads. You can whatever like hairstyle is, the hair's out. You can grab a dude by the hair and Got tackle him. Got to catch him that's, first, man. Got to catch him that's, first. That's who. That's your wide receiver. That's a good call. That's a oh, good I thought, call. I thought you were going to hate on the Steve pick there. I was excited. No, was that's a good call. No, I, I. That's a solid pick right there. I'll give you that. But I will go with for running back. Ooh, this. Ooh, this one was tough because I was torn. It was either Gary, yeah, or. Pargo, but I'm going to go with Pargo because he has, I like his feet. His, he had quick feet. So I'm going to do with Pargo as running back. Pargo, you can do a lot of uh, halfback passes too. Yeah, exactly. Camara. Yeah. He's not afraid to uh, sling the rock a little bit. All right. I, I honestly was thinking about Pargo as my quarterback. You could have gone that way because of the feet kind of deal. You and just, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to adjust your pick now because I've been helping you out, oh, and I've been getting. It. I've been getting knocked around on these <laughs> in these games. You so I'm done it. helping out. I'm done helping out with you. But go. Pargo. I can see him as a par. Okay, yeah. running running back Pargo. Is that your point guard then? That would be my point guard. Okay. All right. I'm getting now. I get weird. This is where I might make a comeback on the weirdness scale. Okay. Okay. Shooting guard as my backup quarterback, not my starting quarterback, shooting guard as my backup quarterback, just because this guy looks like an all-time 15-year backup quarterback in the NFL, would look great with a clipboard in his hands, smiling all the time, very supportive, Andrew Sorensen. That's a good one. That's a good one. I don't know if I can take you seriously. You're probably thinking I just won this one. I just picked. Uh, I just picked a backup point. Uh, backup for the Steelers. Been with the Steelers for ten years. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, no, those are those type of guys where he he's been on the team forever. Like almost, yeah. You for one. you forget what team he's on until 
you know, Patrick Mahomes breaks his arm and it's like, oh, yeah, Andrew Sorensen's on the Chiefs? I didn't know that. Mm. You're not yeah. too impressed with that one, but that's fine. I'm going to let the people decide. Oh, I told you, I'm not. I'm done helping you, man. <laughs> this is a game. You think this is just all talk? Let's go, bud. Let, I'm, this is a game. Playing for keeps. <clears throat> exactly. For my kicker. For my kicker. Chris Polarolamog. Oh, P-Mog. <laughs> that's okay. That's so funny. We great minds, <laughs> man. We went the exact same direction here. No. Yes, we did. No, not P-Mog. But I went kicker. Oh. I went kicker for my last spot. P-Mog. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, which is probably let's be honest, most of you will walk on. Yeah. Ten years ago, played a season. He had a from Quince. He had a horrendous injury, didn't he? Oh, I remember his kneecap was on the side oh. of his leg. I remember it that's like gonna, it was make yesterday. It tough, that's going to make it tough kicking if his kneecap's on the side of his leg. Well, he's he's got repairs. He's that he's that kicker that's been on like been there forever. Yeah. You know, just, oh, old reliable, yeah, old reliable. You're not worried about you're not worried about him shanking it left or right. No. no. Only unless it's like outside forty-five yards, then you you're just like let's go for let's go for it fourth and eight let's fourth go for eight. it we, yeah. But Chris Polarola, Magic Man, remember he used to do magic? Yes, I do. Oh, yes, I do. Quincy, uh, hey, that was a good story because he was like an intramural star for like four years, and then just kind of they had a spot. So on a whim, his senior year, he walked on and made it. I, they just needed a guy. Was it a senior year? I think it was like two years. What, maybe, it was, maybe it was junior, senior year. Yeah. I think it was. It might have been because Sorensen left. That, yes. that might have been the reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. This is funny. I went as my point guard, also kicker, but I went a little bit different of a direction. I went a guy, a locker room guy, a guy that's got the jokes. Maybe he's got a YouTube channel. He's got like 300,000 followers on Instagram because he does funny stuff at practice. Maybe he kicks balls into basketball nets. You know what I mean? Mm, and mm. that's Rem Bacamus as my kicker. Ooh, that's a good call. Yeah. That's crazy that we, that we both went kickers and we both went walk-ons. Yeah, that's... that's I'm not, I think I got you there. Rem's having a... I, I picture Rem having a cigarette and a beer at halftime waiting for his... Yes. For is for uh, am I going to kick today or is, yeah. can I just go shower? You know, and yeah, just being super supportive. Like he's got the jokes, <laughs> but yeah, no, it doesn't take himself too seriously, and it's endearing. Yeah, all right, you know, all right, what are we doing after the game? That wasn't Ram at school, but that's what I picture when he's a football player. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, big one coming up this weekend, Saturday. BYU and Thursday is uh, Santa Clara. You know my parents are coming up for Santa Clara game. Are they really? They are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. tell them to hit me up. You know I'll be at the game. Joshy Cox got them tickets. I don't know where they're going, but uh, yeah, they're pumped. Duh nice. pump. Duh pump. Hey, I just have to say one thing. This weekend I bartended for a little charity thing. First of all, bartending is no joke. Dude, it's hard, man. It's hard, it's, huh? I didn't realize how difficult that was. I was actually sweating behind the bar a little bit because it was just 
people are asking for things left and right. Boom, 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 boom. But anyways, I bartended and I wanted, uh, it was for a charity for Amanda. I'm going to say this name, Thomasitis. Amanda Thomasitis, she was diagnosed with cancer. And uh, I just wanted to say, keep fighting, Amanda. Keep working hard. Um, I had an amazing time th this past weekend, and um, I wish nothing but you and your family the best, and just keep fighting. So that was my weekend. It was at the Bull's Head. I'm not going to lie. It looked like Roadhouse. Yeah, from that's the your spot, though. That's your spot. That's your kind of spot. I, that was a little, I'm not going to lie. I was a little sketched when I first saw the spot, but you can't judge a book by its cover. The people were amazing, and it was a, a great venue and a great place, and she uh, hopefully uh, generated enough funds and help her out with this fight. So keep fighting Amanda and I uh, will be praying for you. Thinking about you, Amanda, what was the uh, toughest drink you had to make? Ooh, it, it wasn't crown apple. I know that. Um, it was some weird drink. Somebody asked, I can't when, even remember. When, let me ask you this. When somebody asked for some wild drink that you've never heard of, did you play it cool? Like you knew what they were talking about? Or did you go, what the hell is that? I was like, what the hell is that? Good for you. Go I'd rather a bartender oh. do that than, than totally screw up the drink. Pretending right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm not going to screw some person's drink. Now I did one time somebody asked for, um, diet, Diet Coke. Who wants Diet Coke when you're drinking whiskey and Coke? I don't know. But anyways, he asked for diet, and I think I put diet like Sprite. Nice. And I screwed that one up. But other than that, man, it was a, uh, it was a really cool thing. It was a really good vibe, good people. I just uh, I was grateful to be a part of that. You know, much is given, much is required. So um, I just wanted to say thank you, Amanda, and our prayers will go out to you. Awesome. Good work, Amanda. What's your, uh, what's your Robism? My Robism today is sometimes later becomes never. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.